the character of Bruce Willis is shot. Lizzie looks at me and she goes, well, I know he doesn't die because he's on the cover of the movie. And I was like, this is going to be an incredible viewing experience. (laughs) Welcome back, finally, to Under Our Roof. Our long-awaited return to the podcast after taking an unusual week off, an unexpected week off. Yes. We just took one week off. It's not like we actually yeah. had some sort of hiatus. No, but. definitely not. And we didn't plan for it. And we apologize for those of you. Um, shout out to my mom, who was wondering <laughs> where the episode was. Um, you may know if you follow us on social media. I'm releasing a new EP on October 22nd. And I was in the studio plowing away, trying to get everything mixed and mastered. So it was like 10.30 p.m. on Sunday before anything was supposed to go up. And I just told Lizzie, I just don't think we can do it this week. But to thank you for your patience and understanding, I'm going to be including throughout this episode some exclusive early listening content from my EP pre... That's not what it's called. Oh, I'm still not here. Um, It's called Late Bloomer. It's coming out on October 22nd, and I'll be including some snippets in here. And also, just really side note briefly, if you have not yet pre-saved or pre-ordered the project, that is the best thing by far you can do to help make sure that this gets heard. So link in bio to pre-save and to pre-order. What are we talking about today? It's definitely not my EP. Well, wait, one side note on that, just so that people know how to do it. I didn't really know what that was, but if you have Spotify or Apple Music, it's free. So it's not like you have to spend any money like you already pay for your streaming subscription or maybe you have free Spotify or whatever, but you can go on and just click pre-save. And so it's like when October 22nd comes and the album or the EP is live, then it'll automatically be added like to your listening library or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so then it's automatically, number one, you'll have access to it and see it and remember to listen to it. And then number two, it will, I guess, be counted as like a save or whatever for the algorithms of music. And which is And I will explain briefly why that's so significant for me is because you may know that I kind of participate in a genre that doesn't want me um, in Christian music. So we really do have to play the algorithm game, um, which is letting Spotify uh, sort of in-between entity know that there are people that are interested in listening to this project because it's not going to get playlisted by Christian music. It's it's not – I'm not going to receive that. And that's okay. I understand they're totally – you know, well in their rights to do that. But in order to make sure that it shows up for other people, and that there is a a market and an interest in this type of music and perspective, the best way to help me out is by pre-saving and pre-adding and just following the little instructions to do that with the link in the description yes, of this podcast. Yes, in the show notes. Because you said link in bio earlier. I, I might, I'm all over the place. I'm saying like link in bio to stream preachers. Kid. <laughs> like nobody knows what's happening no. at this point. It's late bloomer. It's the late bloomer era. We also never said our names. We never did like, I'm Lizzie. I don't even know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I think we've had enough disjointed chaos to start. I know. But now we're Didn't y'all miss this? <laughs> now we're going miss? to get into some cozy chaos. You still didn't introduce yourself. I said I'm Lizzie. Oh, And then okay. you said you don't know who you are. Oh, right. Did we say that? Let's run that tape back. I'm Lizzie. I don't even know who I am. <laughs> I'm just a late bloomer I couldn't get here sooner I'm just a late bloomer 
Feels like I barely grew up. Welcome back to Under Our Roof. We are Lizzie and Grace, <laughs> and we're here to tell you about some of our fall favorites. It's the season of autumn. It is. It is October 9th, the day we're listening to this. Oh, it's my brother's birthday. Yeah. And we are going, it's Libra season. What does that mean? I think Libras are very fun. Okay. I feel like they're kind of cousins of Scorpios. Like it's right next to Scorpio and they kind of have a little bit of like the drama and like secretism a little bit, mm-hmm. but more. Is secretism a word? Yeah. Okay. In my in my world. Sure. So who cares? Yeah. Anyway. I like it. Thank you. Uh, secretivism is now we're just adding okay. consonants. We don't know. Secretivism. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it is October. We went to the haunted hayride last night. We're in the spooky season mood, and we just wanted to give y'all a cozy mm-hmm. episode to listen to and hear about some of our fall favorites. You may or may not know that I don't really like fall, but I've kind of tricked myself into liking fall over mm-hmm. the last few years. And I, I sh- love fall. Yeah, and Grace my loves season. fall. And I think a lot of people do. I feel like that's a lot of people's favorite season. I think it's more unusual to be weirdly like, I don't like fall, but here I am. Um, but I kind of do. Standing now. in your truth. Exactly. Brave. Hashtag brave. But I kind of do like it now because... Oops, let me turn that off. Yeah. Not now, Lizzie's work. But I kind of do like fall now because I've built all these traditions like haunted hayride um we didn't go last year because of covid but other than last year we've gone every year for the past like five years i think i will be honest i kind of wonder if did did haunted hayride happen last year did it exist or was it canceled Do i know think it was either canceled or they might have had like a drive-through version okay I don't know. Yeah, because I I do kind of feel as though the Los Angeles Haunted Hayride is a staple in the city. We go every year. I can see us going for many, many years. I always enjoy it. Always look forward to it. This year was by far, I think, the least scary that we've uh, seen. The production was lacking in my view. Did you feel that way? I don't know if it was the least scary because it's all kind of scary to me. I'm easily spooked. Mm -hmm. But... It was not as, um, yeah, not as elaborate. I felt like it was shorter. Yeah. And anyway, if you don't know, the Los Angeles Haunted Hayride is this big event that they have in a park. It's like every night in Halloween, in October, basically. Mm-hmm. And you go and get tickets and you get into this hay, hay wagon, like a long wagon. <laughs> great. A tractor. A hayride. Yeah. <laughs> and there's hay and there is actual hay. Yeah. And then you ride it. You ride and then on the hay. There's like a driver on a tractor that takes you through this on the kind hay. of haunted trail where you go through almost like different stations and they have different themes. Like you'll drive through a little. Well, so, th- so there you go. I thought the themes this year, typically the themes have been a lot stronger. Well, it's weird to me that they would reinvent the wheel. Like, don't they just have all the props and stuff? You know what I mean? I that's you're right. You're right. Shouldn't they have all the things that have made it sort of spooky and elaborate in years past? I wonder if maybe they had a new contract with a different production company or something like that, because there was a lot of mechanical things like animatronic. Like we went through this one area where there's these jack in the box clown things and the clowns would like jump out at you. But it wasn't a real person. It was like a it was like being on a roller coaster ride where there's like animatronic animals and stuff yeah there was like a werewolf like that 
there was. And while some of the animatronic things were very cool, the I thought the masks and the makeup this year were just not at the level that they'd been at before. And the theme, I just, there, there were some themes where it was like, okay, this is alien strippers, I guess. That was my favorite. I have no doubt. The alien stripper theme was, it was cool, but I don't, is that scary? Who's scared? Whose fear is that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not even necessarily a fear. I think for some people, that's a fantasy, like per you, Lizzie. <laughs> I think you're like, yay, alien strippers. But uh, then there were other themes where it was like, what was the one where I think the lights weren't working? And it was like a guy in like a cat mask playing metal. Remember? He was like, it was a cat. Well, I, I guess I was, he was he was behind you. You couldn't see the mask, but it was like basically a cat mask, like a Cheshire cat mask, just playing metal and the lights weren't working. And again, my question is, who's, whose fear is this? This is not someone's nightmare. This is really just a dream that you tell a friend that's weird. Like I had a dream that a Cheshire cat was playing Metallica. That was strange, you know, mm-hmm. but not necessarily scary. Well, anyway, we don't have to do a whole in-depth review of the Los Angeles I kind of want to, though. But let's... Well, then I did the haunted mazes, and the thing with the haunted mazes, and if you are familiar with spooky, like, mazes and houses, pacing is how they get you scared. You have to go into a room and see that the room, like, oh, no, this is a surgery room. Like, the theme for this room is surgery, and you walk through and nothing happens. And then you go to the next room, and then someone comes out. And I felt like with the the way that the the houses, because you go into the haunted hayride and then they have the houses and then they have a few mazes. And the haunted house especially was just like a free-for-all. Like they kind of had themes for rooms. Like one of them was animal sacrifice, which is really dark. <laughs> but they would just have like a guy with a goat mask. Like everywhere you turned, there was a person there. So you just kind of become to come to expect it. Hmm. We were just like, okay, hi. Oh. Hi. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi. Um, And I love haunts. I love, like, that haunting experience, especially this time of year. And I love horror movies. And the spooky stuff about the season is what I really look forward to. So I, I was disappointed. I think it's all about pacing. And I think that you can have a really great spooky haunting experience without them touching you i know that's the new thing is like oh well you weren't scared by that haunt so you have to go to one where they're gonna shave your head or they're gonna like send an inappropriate text to your mom and they're actually gonna do something to you i don't think you necessarily need that i think it's about pacing finding a good theme and i also think uh world building through music can create a great haunt all right well have you ever been to anything like that I have, yeah, like when I was in middle school and never again because I hated it. I don't like Like that. a haunted maze? A haunted house, like a warehouse that was oh. like a pop-up type thing for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't like stuff like that. You you went once and you were like, never again? Yeah. And what because it was quite scary, I bet. Yeah, it was super scary. We went with, it was like me and two friends and we went with our friend's dad and I was like clinging to the dad the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I don't need to do this again. If I don't like something, I won't do it again. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. One time I went with a girl to a haunted maze in North Carolina at Elon mm-hmm. and the last stage, it was very well done. It was a haunted maze. The last one was very themed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And if you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is all about like the family, creepy family and kind of hillbillies are scary type of thing. And they built it really well. Like we went through and it was just a family having dinner is very creepy very creepy and then so finally they build it up enough the tension is there that when you hear that chainsaw at the end because there's a an actor in a leather face mask with a chainsaw without 
a chain on it. Everyone just be aware that whenever you hear that, they the chains can't hurt you. There's nothing on there. It's just the motor. That's what they want you to think. No, <laughs> it's just the motor. But it'll smell very real and everything. It'll smell very scary. And as soon as the chainsaw went off, because they built that tension, I ditched her and I started going <laughs> with, I, I ran out of the park and she had to finish the maze with a different group. We oh broke up shortly after too. <laughs> well, good thing you and I have never done a haunted maze. Well, Cause I didn't. I, so at haunted hayride, basically like your ticket includes like one hayride and then they have these like walk through houses and mazes that you can just do at your leisure. Mm-hmm. I and two other of our friends skipped all the walk through things and we went and got, um, soft pretzels and (laughs) took photos (laughs) so that was perfect for me yeah yeah and i went through all the mazes and i I wasn't like i said i wasn't really scared but i feel confident now that i've honed my fear sense enough in this environment that if we were to ever go through a maze lady you would not have to worry i would not ditch you okay but we won't because i don't want to do that but we could because we might um okay anyway haunted hayride is perfect for me because the performers and things can't come into the hayride like Mm -hmm. you're the wagon is kind of like your little bubble so i it's like the perfect balance for me we love doing it let me be a ghost dear i'd haunt you so nice what a heavenly way to spend an afterlife Let's talk about what else we love doing for fall. Well, I think you should talk about your crock pot apple cider. Okay, yeah. So I started that last year. And that's something I love in general is like we have certain staples of seasons that we have been doing for five to ten years. And well, we've been together for eight years. So, you know, that we've been doing for many years. And then each season, I feel like we tend to add something. And sometimes things fall away if we don't enjoy it anymore. Like what? Well, this I do enjoy, but it's just a hassle to get there, is Underwood Farms. Oh, yeah. We haven't been in forever, because last year we weren't really doing stuff like that because of COVID. And then, anyway, it's this, like, farm with pumpkins. I would totally go back, though. I would, too, but we just cannot... I, I don't think we can go this year. There's no way. Yeah, it's just like there's so much going on, but it's far away that it's like a day trip. Anyway. Um, if you've heard of a pumpkin patch, you've heard of <laughs> Underwood Farms. Yeah, it's just like a fun pumpkin patch. So... We tend to add things and then cycle things out if it's not working anymore. But the hayride has been a staple. And then uh, last year, I started doing this crockpot apple cider. And if there's somebody out there who knows how apple cider is technically made, I'm sure you're like screaming like, that's not apple cider. (laughs) It's not like cold pressed or something it's basically like the idea the idea that you're like crossing a boundary with someone who's yelling at the podcast because of your apple cider recipe well you know what i mean though i feel like there's like there's like time honored ways of making apple cider in a a professional way no not in a pot i feel like it's like cold pressed is like oh you're right yeah it is you're right i'm in some ways kind of making an apple soup like an apple broth an apple sauce if you will no it's not sauce i know but But it's like kind of a more liquidy applesauce i guess so anyway i cut up a bunch of apples last year we actually went apple picking and i got them from an orchard but this year we didn't have time to do that and i just i mean i'll i guess i can write the recipe in the show notes but i shared it on my instagram stories last week too but i basically just like slow cook a bunch of cut up apples and an orange. That's one of the secrets. Mm -hmm. And some cinnamon sticks, some whole cloves, whole allspice. You could do whatever spices you like. I mean, you think of like... Probably not paprika. 
I was just about to say, like the kind of things you would put in a pumpkin pie, probably not onion powder. The best part is you cook it on low in your slow cooker for like 10 hours. So you put it in the morning and the house just smells so good. It's like better than any fall candle. And then I just strain it through like a mesh strainer at the end. And it's so good. It's like you can drink it cold and it's delicious. You can heat it up on the stove with like a dash of vanilla and a like squeeze of lemon or a cinnamon stick you, you can, can add whiskey s- to it i was gonna it. say you can spike it so it's great i'm excited to try some today yeah we're gonna have some with my friend today and she is baking us a pumpkin loaf oh nice yeah and that's so this a- is a whole fall get together yeah and that's another thing i feel like i don't have specific like baking things that i always make in the fall but i do like to make um a pumpkin bread if i can or you know some kind of fall treat grace has a big sweet tooth i have a very big sweet tooth do you have any fall requests this year fall requests for me to bake i i would be interested in maybe you and i making cinnamon buns oh yeah we should totally do that i don't know if that's a christmas one or a fall one but to me the the cinnamon is a is an autumnal flavor i would say i think it works for fall and winter let's talk a little bit about you rating the trader joe's pumpkin section what do you mean Oh, rating. I thought you meant rating. Like, Well, I think you could do both. I think you rated it. Yeah. And then I think it threw up all over our front porch. <laughs> and then I think you could rate. The pumpkins I yeah. selected. Well, okay. It's a very best kept secret that Trader Joe's has the best and least expensive pumpkins. By dollars off. Oh, yeah. Like I went to Trader Joe's and Whole Foods back to back because I needed pumpkins from Trader Joe's and then I needed a few ingredients from Whole Foods that they don't have at Trader Joe's. And I saw the same exact pumpkins, like identical, and they would be like $3 a pumpkin at Trader Joe's and like 6 at Whole Foods. Maybe they're better quality. I don't know, but they looked identical. And for my purposes of having them as decoration for the porch, I love getting a ton of them from Trader Joe's. If you go on my Instagram, my one of my recent posts, you can see if you swipe through like a cart completely filled with pumpkins. And it's so fun. Like, yeah, I probably looked a little, uh, I don't know, obsessive Unhinged. with the oh. pumpkins. But yeah, I went to Trader Joe's. They have the mini white ones, like, you know, the little decorative mm-hmm. tiny white pumpkins. I have those scattered all over our house. They're like 60 cents. And they have a big range. I like to get a mix of like a few big classic orange round pumpkins and then a bunch of the like fairy tale pumpkins with the different bumps and textures and colors and stripes and like long twisty stems and then kind of make this cornucopia of pumpkins like all spilling out or I don't know the name of this variety but I love the look and I've done this in years past of like the stacks of the kind of flat pumpkins. Oh, yeah. They come in like white. I think that's what we did last year. It is. Yeah. They usually have them in like white and light pink and like a green almost. And they're little like maybe they're gourds and not pumpkins, but you can stack those up because they're kind of flat. So they. Yeah. So the theme on our porch this year is opulence, is pumpkin (laughs) opulence. They're just all over. You, You couldn't miss the season if you were delivering anything to our door or coming to say hello. And I really like that. I think that's something that I've learned about living together is that when I was on my own or when I had roommates that weren't Lizzie, I never really decorated for the season. And it wasn't because I'm not someone who likes to be festive. I think I really do. I just, I don't really make those 
choices for myself. I'm not sure why, or maybe the choices are different. I think it'd be like in the media that I consume and going to haunted houses and things like that. But the at-home decor, and I think that attention to detail is something that you just very effortlessly, it just comes to you. Like you really look forward to doing those things. Whereas I think for me, I would, it'd be on my like to-do list and it would constantly get pushed to the bottom, but you always make it a priority to decorate for every season. Well, I think that's one of the things that helps me just enjoy that like this is a special time and it is temporary. Every season is temporary, but then every season repeats. Mm. So you can have the things that you love about them and know that like it's just here for a couple months, really. Yeah. And every time I go outside, the pumpkins make me smile. Aww. I'm like, I love seeing these. You also got this little ghost that's yeah. like hanging on our light outside. Well, I think that's a really clever way of managing what you've talked about before, which is sometimes struggling with seasonal depression and getting down with the changing of the seasons because you are such a summer person. Maybe decorating is something that helps you. Yeah, it definitely is just to, I mean, it's always fun to change up your space. I mean, maybe that doesn't resonate with everybody. Well, there's a whole channel called HGTV that is is about how much people enjoy changing up their space. Well, and there's simple ways to do it. Like, I don't do a ton. I don't put up garlands and, like, things all over the house. I go way more all out for Christmas. Mm -hmm. But for fall, like, yeah, pumpkins on your porch, little white pumpkins. Like, I have a row of them on the piano, which I think is festive. And then I love bringing in fall scents, too. So I did the crock pot, and I'll probably do a couple more, like, good-smelling stove simmers or crock pots throughout the season but then i always i know it sounds basic but it makes me happy i always get like a good fall candle i selected mine early this year i don't think that's basic i mean in only the best way yeah and yeah i love getting like a good spicy scent i don't love sweet like super sweet candles like a pumpkin cookie candle would not be my personal Mm -hmm. preference everybody never want to yuck somebody's yum I don't like the candles that are supposed to smell like vanilla baked cookies. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, well. I, I like a spicy, musky. I, I, I think a spe- I, I totally. And I also think especially for you, you'll just bake vanilla cookies. Exactly. If you want that scent in the home, if you want pumpkin cookies in the home, you're just the type of person that would make pumpkin cookies in the home. Um, it's great this time of year, too, because Bean puts on a very beautiful orange coat. Yeah, he's always orange, but it th- I think it's especially cute during autumn. I should do that TikTok autumn filter to see what it makes Bean look like. I haven't seen it. There's a filter on TikTok right now where it's like autumn and it makes mm-hmm. everything look very autumnal. Like it turns greens orange or oh. like, this, like kind of a huey type That's thing. Cool. I really wonder how orange it would make Bean. I bet Bean would really pop. Yeah. He doesn't Bean do well be. on TikTok, which is something that we like laugh about because he's really ob- objectively a very cute dog. If you were to meet him, I mean, he really steals people's hearts. He loves attention. He loves people. He's just a really sweet guy. He should be a star on apps, <laughs> but he doesn't do that well. He's so, I feel like something about his vibe doesn't translate. Yeah. It's a hard thing to understand about. He just has a real depth of emotion that I oh, think yeah. doesn't. It's not simple. It's not like me when I want treats. Like, no, <laughs> it's never that. It's there's there's always ulterior motives that are harder to decipher. And I think explain through like a 15 second TikTok sound. I agree. But we can always keep trying. Mm hmm. She's got 
Got her hands around my throat Choking loneliness to hope But nobody's alive Oh, let's talk about movies. This is another great time of year for me. Another season where I'm really in my element. In fact, perhaps the only season where I'm in my element is fall. For this reason, it is the best time of year to watch horror movies. Well, you know what? So I would say it's fall first and then a summer horror movie because Fear Street, you know, came out over the summer is also very fun. Queer content. Queer content. That would be a great fun movie to watch around Halloween. It's actually a trilogy of movies. Yeah. I was thinking about that when we were at the Haunted Hayride, actually, just how much I enjoyed Fear Street. If you're looking for a movie to watch that is gay and also scary, but I mean, campy. Yeah, it's campy scary. I, I don't think that it's not like The Exorcist or um, Paranormal... Ex- what was that? Paranormal Experience? Activity. Activity. Paranormal Experience. <laughs> I was going to say Paranormal Content. Um, <laughs> paranormal Content for your consideration. <laughs> paranormal Content for your consideration. The alternate title to Paranormal Activity. No, it's not like that at all. Fear Street is really fun. And this time of year, I get to convince sweet, sweet Lady Baldridge to watch horror movies with me. The criteria for which Lizzie will accept horror movies is real slim. Real slim mm-hmm. pickings. I like but an can... M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah, you love <laughs> Someone... I know that someone's just rolling their eyes at that because M. Night Shyamalan is like one of, gosh, he has had undisputed hits. He the Village. Abs- okay. I'm obsessed mm. with The Village. That's my favorite horror movie. That's not necessarily even a horror movie. It is. Um, it's not. <laughs> like, The Sixth Sense. Wow, wait. Oh my gosh, I wish I had this somewhere. Do you remember? Okay, so we, we watched... Lizzie and I watched The Sixth Sense. I think I live-tweeted it. She'd never seen it before. I only got her to watch The Sixth Sense because she'd seen The Village and liked it. And she's a big village fan, I guess. She's like part of the... She's a villager. A villager. <laughs> she's a villager. <laughs> she's in the village fandom. <laughs> Loves that movie. So I was like, oh, I bet you really like the sixth sense like i've never seen it before are you sure it's not too scary i was like i don't think so plus misha barton's in it we love misha barton from the oc let's watch it we're okay this is gonna be a spoiler alert for the sixth sense but i kind of don't care if you haven't seen the sixth sense just stop listening to the podcast at this point and go watch it you can go watch it and come back we're about five minutes into the sixth sense and lizzie looks at me well something happens where the character of bruce willis is shot Lizzie looks at me and she goes, well, I know he doesn't die because he's on the cover of the movie. And I was like, this is going to be an incredible viewing experience (laughs) because what we find out at the end of the movie is that Bruce Willis has been dead the whole time. And uh, did you enjoy The Sixth Sense? I did, yeah. Yeah, and it was just great just knowing that from five minutes in, Lizzie was like, Bruce Willis is not dead. There's no way he could be dead. I was so excited to see her face when it was revealed that he was dead the whole time. And it was so underwhelming when the reveal came that the little kid was like, I see dead people. And like, you're one of those dead people. Lizzie was like, oh, okay. That's how you were like, okay. That's how, how you were. Was I? Yeah, you were not. I was. I remember I was filming you because I was like, man, this is going to be our viral moment. Like her mind's going to be blown. No, nothing happened. I don't really remember my reaction. I Sometimes, think I was like sleepy at that point. It was a long movie. It was a long movie, but I also think sometimes when it comes to content that you're maybe skeptic, you go in a little bit skeptical of, which I think you were for The Sixth Sense, your like legal brain kind of kicks in and you can't be shocked. Mm. Like every twist, you're just going to be like, mm-hmm, no, analytically that makes sense. Yeah, no, not a, like you won't even be that like surprised. Mm-hmm. You'll just be like, okay, 
Like that. It's like you're like, okay, the game has changed. All right, now Bruce Willis is dead. Okay, and <laughs> just like, like noted, I'm yeah, observing facts. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're like noted in evidence. Bruce Willis dead. Like I that's, don't think I. I don't know. My lawyer brain is secondary to everything else. Yeah, but I think sometimes I think sometimes it is it peaks out in there, and I do think that some maybe that's like a coping mechanism for you in horror movies to just be like really like analytical. Maybe. And like observant about stuff, but the the type of horror movies, aside from M Night Shyamalan, which I, what else are we gonna watch of his? This they're not horror movies. Maybe we could watch Signs. I haven't seen that in a while. That's I have never dumb. seen that. So, so you'll love it. Okay. You'll absolutely love it. It's so dumb. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna choose to not take that as an insult. <laughs> no, it's if you like you. We've already established that you're a Shyamalanian. Like you love M Night Shyamalan, and if you love well, these types of really movies, not that much because I'm. I haven't even seen some of his movies, but I do love The Village. The Village did it for you, but you I can't believe how much of a villager you are. Like, I like talk about you it. are the village. People. The morning after, so I've seen. I saw it when it came out when I was like twelve or whatever age I was. But then, yeah, I bet it was great when you were twelve. I was terrified. Oh my gosh! Just can I spoil all the endings? Wait, of okay, all these let movies? me okay. finish though. I like rewatched it with you yeah. and the next morning i woke up and like had all these theories you like- did <laughs> you she did she couldn't stop talking about the village and the village people in the movie you loved it and it's just it's one of those things where it ends up that like there isn't a monster like that's the thing stop. with all of m night Shyamalan's things he'll be like here's the premise and then at the very end he's like psych <laughs> Yeah, like, that's I what he love does. that. I, I love the twist. It's me, not a rewarding twist, though. To I just think be it like is. it was a dream. He was dead. No, it's not. Well, the, he was dead. I don't like as much as the village. Twist. The village is that a bunch of people in recovery and in like sobriety or whatever bought land and started cosplaying as like old English people. They started LARPing as like old English people and had families and then. And then they like, and in use- order to like keep them in the village, keep the families that they raise in the village, they made sure that like they thought the kids thought there was a monster, and they all had to dress up, also cosplaying as the monster to scare yeah, people. And, and the monster is never real. The monster okay. is never real. And it was like it. You think it's like in medieval times, but then it turns out that yeah. the whole thing's been taking they- place in like 1996 or something. Yeah, you think they're like settlers or something like but that, but they're not. I think. It's a really interesting premise. They're literally dressing up as colonizers. That's like what they're okay. doing. Well, no, I don't think it was supposed. I think it was like in England, in theory, even though they were actually in the U.S. But they all are speaking with American accents. I don't. They're pretending that they're in England. I heard a theory that apparently the way Americans speak now is more close to the way that like British English people spoke in like the 1600s. You think M Night Shyamalan thought about that? And when the whole he was like doing the village, not saying the R thing has developed over the last like 300 years That's you know how they don't say the r mm-hmm. all right should we do like a rapid fire tips and suggestions for a cozy fall sure just throwing them out sure like short yeah i just want to finish by saying that what we end up doing is we we typically watch a lot of aside from m night Shyamalan, this took quite a turn and he <laughs> you know because you're such a fan of his. Stop. <laughs> you're such a super fan. <laughs> Aside from M. Night Shyamalan, I love watching classic horror movies with Lizzie. We'll watch a, a Hellraiser. Oh my gosh, casting Jamie Clayton as Pinhead. We simply love to see it. I feel like that news was designed specifically and only for me. 
Um, we'll watch an original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. We'll watch uh, the original Halloween. Honestly, I got Lizzie to watch the Halloween remake. It was too scary for me. I didn't think so. I don't want to see the new I one. I thought it was fine. You can see the new one with someone else. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, you can watch Signs with someone else. Great. You can find another M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> fan to watch that with. Just kidding. I'll watch it with you, but I'll make side comments the whole time. Okay. Agreed. Should we throw out our cozy suggestions? Yes. All right, cozy suggestion. Before bed, put your PJs in the dryer for like five minutes on tumble mm-hmm. and then put them on and get in bed. Ugh, so nice. Spooky suggestion, Fleetwood Mac or Stevie Nicks on whatever sort of Spotify radio or Apple shuffle or whatever. It's good spooky vibes, witchy mm, vibes. That's a good advice. So Trader Joe's, this is podcast is sponsored by Trader Joe's. No, it's not. <laughs> um, Trader Joe's has jars of whole cinnamon sticks, like crazy prices, like $2.99 for like a big jar of cinnamon sticks. And get that. And then every time you have like even a coffee or a tea or whatever, like put one in there and it's just really nice. It's like almost like a little fancy cocktail garnish. Mm -hmm. Or if you have your apple cider from your crock pot or whatever it is, put that in and it's just very festive. Look up pumpkin spice latte recipes at home because I promise you, you can make varieties at home that are going to be a lot better than what you can get at Starbucks. Oh, speaking of that, I've been into baking my own like whole pumpkins and then scooping out the flesh of the pumpkin and making Mm. pumpkin pie from that. I mean, this isn't like a quick thing. It's kind of a project, but it's really fun. And like you can actually cook like a real pumpkin in your oven. I know that sounds dumb, but Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. Take your dog for a fall walk, which is what Bean is asking us to do. He's crying, if you can hear that. Go for a brisk walk with your pet and say hello to your neighbors. And look up some spooky stories. Maybe we could do a spooky story episode. Read ghost stories again. Let's do that. Okay, towards the end of this month. The end of this month, we're going to do some more ghost stories. So don't forget to email us at underourroofpod at gmail.com if you have a spooky story or a real life encounter a house Ooh. guest encounter that you would like us to read Maybe we should do on that. our spooky story bean oh my goodness he's now on top of the computer beanie if you would like for us to read we will uh we will be reading those towards the end of the month for our special halloween spooky extravaganza bean is now smelling the microphone okay so right. we're gonna take this our is- dog for a walk <laughs> And we hope that you are well. We hope you enjoy this season. And we will be back with another episode per our usual schedule yes. next week. Thanks so much for listening to Under Our Roof Bean. Oh my goodness. All right. Goodbye. Okay, bye. For my sweet old fashioned babe.